Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Yes, I am a dough eater. Yeah, that is what, what I you're eat. Saying. We're just having a whole discussion I about know. cookie dough. Oh my god, I would rather have the dough than the cookie. Mm, doesn't do it for me. Oh, Gina. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know either. Maybe because when I was younger, I would have to sneak the dough. My mom wasn't really into the like you said the raw egg thing. I'm very cautious, Anne. Phew, about the raw, egg, raw eggs. Anyway, we are a week out from our Thanksgiving holiday. Can you believe that was only a week ago? No, but Christmas is on our heels. Well, it's it's here. It it's, is here. It's everywhere now. I know. Every weekend is busy and your kids are going to be coming home soon. And yeah. Do you have your tree up? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put it up Sunday. Over the weekend, the, the your box. box was still there. The box there. was out. It's a process, <laughs> Anne. Well, me and Dan got our real tree because that's what we do. Yippee for you. At Green Acres. Green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> People think that I'm the one who's picky about things, and it's all Dan. I mean, I can go in and be like, that one, that one, name them, name them. <laughs> Pick it. Pick it. That one. That one. He is walking up and down, checking them all out, feeling the branches if they're oh, any no. bit dry. When we had uh, real trees, <laughs> I swore I would never get a fake tree. I said it was old people. Old people get <laughs> fake trees. I am now an old person because I have a fake tree and, and it's fantastic. I would say most people I know have fake trees. We're one of the only people that still do the real tree, I think. My kids have fake trees. If I got a fake tree, my kids would be very disappointed. I thought mine would too, but they, they don't they're care. totally fine. I get the longevity of the fake tree. Mine's going to die. I am trying to do everything possible to keep a, this tree alive. I bought one last year, but I got rid of it because it didn't do shit. <laughs> But I am doing like the hot water to keep the pores open. Are you putting your wine bottle full of water in there for every day? Is it a wine bottle full? It just is easier to fill My it. God, you're right. Yeah. You didn't huh. know that? I have an empty wine bottle every day. I could easily fill that. I think that was a Doug <laughs> Buden thing too. The wine bottle? Fill the wine bottle. It makes it easier. Wow, it does. It doesn't get water everywhere. Well, I have a really good spout on oh, my well, water then you're thing. you're set. All right. You're set. God, we got a lot to talk about. We just went through our lineup and you know why? Because we missed part of last week's shows. So well, we had kind of double of some. Well, yeah, but what I didn't realize last week is all the Tuesday, Wednesday shows were still on. I know. I was wasn't expecting it. I was thinking we were on vacation. <laughs> it was going to be like a holiday. I know. I had a lot of TV to catch up on. And I didn't even watch those shows because I was, okay, we, we have to talk about Squid Game, Gina. Well, you told me about it, and I was like, eh, I don't know, a game challenge. Well, I started watching, and then I couldn't stop. It's so good. So it follows the original Squid Game, all the same challenges, but they throw in some new ones. They throw in some other ones. I'm so invested in these people that it's mind-boggling. Now, granted, I had had a glass of wine (laughs) before I had watched the last three. Now, you haven't watched the last three because they dropped three more. No, I haven't. I was crying. Oh, no. Just because people are getting dropped out. I'm caught up. And they're down to three people. I was very sad when player 232 was, was booted. The <laughs> yeah. doctor. They don't. You don't know him by name. I know. By but I'm trying to think, what doctor? Why were you the sad? The older doctor. Because he seemed like he was just 
in his retirement. He was really oh, smart. Oh, the older doctor. Yes, yes. He reminded me of the real Squid Game. Not the real Squid Game, but the show we watched. Yes. And he was like the one who was running the show. Well, he was part of the gang. Yeah. That was very sad. I forgot about that. So you watched the Battleship one. Yes. That I love that edition. I think that was so good. It's a really good one. And I love how they let us get to know certain characters. Well, um, 432, <laughs> <laughs> he was a problem. He needed to go. I was, I was happy so when he happy. He was a bully. Mm-hmm. He was a bully. And he acted like he wasn't. And the one older lady, it's her and her son. Mm-hmm. I love she that. She was trying to befriend. She's such a good, I want to say character, but they're real people. But no, I mean, there's just so many great storylines and then there's people because now I'm caught up that we've never seen and now we're getting to know them it's like who's that I mean there's a lot of players they start with 500 people no like a weird number like four six three or something like that oh really did you see how much money they're gonna win three million was it four four million four million they're up to Dan keeps saying it's not four million dollars I go yes it's American it is four million dollars yes how can they fill that piggy up shit Every time, Every time somebody leaves, it's so satisfying. It's such a great show. It's interesting because some of the games that they play that are the same as the show, you would think that they would have a mindset. I mean, these people know the show, well, obviously. Well, they did when it came to the, the fortune cookie that they had to cut out like a circle, a triangle, right. or umbrella. Yeah. They all knew they had to lick the cookie. Yes. They, they, were, they definitely have an advantage, but they still have to do the task. So in this next one, it's no surprise, the games that they do. Um, they do, remember the walking on the platform? Yes. They do that one. And do they do tug of war? Have no, they done that yet? No. I'm glad. I hate tug of war. Well, the marbles, they got the they marbles. They do marbles. Yeah, they Okay, the marble so you game. saw where they were handed the marbles. Yes. Okay. In the bottom so, yeah. of their picnic basket. Mm-hmm. They play marbles. There's always something. They think they're getting this picnic lunch <laughs> and they're never. all excited. <laughs> and then, wah, wah. It's good, though. I, I highly suggest people watch it. If you've watched the show, even if you haven't watched eh, I think you need to kind you of kinda be have into to the show. You know what's happening. It's more fun if you do. Oh, for sure. Anyway, so we're all into that. Now, did you watch the finale of Special Forces? I did. And how did you feel about the, the last three standing? Because I have an opinion. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> Um, how did I feel about them? What do you mean? I was very happy that Aaron Jackson, the Olympic. Yes. Um, oh, do you skater, mean when they when they say if they're going to pass or fail? Or what do you mean? Just that who was left? Oh, yeah. I was. Um, <laughs> well, the fact that they were all still there and they didn't quit because the only way to go home is to quit. So they didn't quit. But but how did you feel about Sandoval and how he um, went? Yeah. He was playing the game. He was playing the game. And he didn't win. And they didn't like the game he was playing. And they're like, you're eliminated. That was the first time they eliminated somebody. And I'm glad they did. Yeah. The torture they were put through, though, that was was, pretty intense. Nick Vial was shivering out in the freezing cold. Did you see the picture he posted the before when he got there and then afterwards? No. Did he lose a ton of weight? Oh, yes. And it was only how many days? Like 10 days? (laughs) Well, you get to know their personalities. I'm not a huge Nick Vial fan because I think he's a little arrogant Mm. but I didn't know Tyler Cameron was as arrogant as he was he 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 was gross oh wow the way that he treated that female leader Mm. and he was kind of flirty flirty Mm. and just but they were not like that they were told to ingratiate themselves with their captors to keep them longer so I think in his mind that's what he was trying to do but it was disgusting was it 
I don't know. How did I you feel... think Nick Vial played that? I mean, they thought he did the, the best. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so listening to Nick now, so I listened to him. I kind of listened to his podcast on and off anyway. Yeah. He is so impressed with himself now. Oh, he well. was before, but now that he's done this, oh my God. He has such a big head right now. It's sickening. Well, he does anyway. But imagine even bigger now. Wow, I can't imagine. I, it's, it's possible. It's, it's, well, like, what is he saying? He's just... <sighs> I mean, he gives everybody their due. He's like, Tom Sandoval did good. I mean, like, he got that far. It's very hard. Um, he said him and Tyler and Aaron are all very close. JoJo, they love. He said that when JoJo decided to leave, that the officers were so mad because they knew she could do it because she yeah, was so close I, to finishing. I wish she would have stuck it out. Yeah, but I think it was okay that she did. She fi- she made this decision for herself, so I thought it was okay. She's 20 years old. 20 years old. She's very she young. She did fantastic. You know what? Good for her because she didn't cower at all. Not at she all. stuck it out and I was very impressed by her. I don't know that just the feeling about Nick, the way he's speaking about things. I don't know. He had Casey Wilson on and they had met at some variety party or something. He's talking to her. He's now just getting into Housewives. He's trying to like cross over to this oh, Bravo verse. So he's good. watching Beverly Hills and he's asking Casey Wilson who... He has no idea that she has this bitch sesh podcast about housewives and about Bravo shows. And he's like, do you ever watch um, Bravo or housewives? Doesn't he have people that work for him? There's four people in there that should have done some fucking research. None of them knew she had this podcast called bitch sesh. I would have been so pissed if I was. At first I thought he was joking and he wasn't. How did she take it? She was like, I have a podcast that I've been doing for quite a while. Yeah, Dummy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's over. Special for it. That was kind of a fun show, though. It was. I mean, it would kind of dragged a yeah, little bit <laughs> in the, you know, in the middle, but it was just a uh, good, good cast. One of the shows that I told you to watch, and I kind of feel bad telling you, but I wanted to know your opinion, is the Mother God documentary. Love has one. Love has one on HBO. It's three episodes. So it's. It's very sad because this woman, Amy, that started this cult, Mother God, as she's referred to. (laughs) Mother. People call her Mother. I don't know. Did she start it? I guess she started it knowing it was going to be a cult. It's kind of hard to figure out. She left her children. I don't think she started it knowing it was going to be. Because she married this old guy. Old. Very old. Guy. And he was into kind of this spirituality thing having to do with the stars and the moon. And they were very They were not a match. Oh, God, no. So he became father. Yes. And she became mother. And they just kind of made this shit up as they went along. I mean, like, he's still alive. She's not with him anymore. And he was just kind of like, yeah, we just kind of made this shit up. And then she learned about going online and going live and started getting followers. And then she started just like making this whole thing, this whole YouTube following. And then she got, it just kind of grew. She had somebody managing her money that she brought in and they were selling merch and selling time. So they would, people would book appointments with Mm -hmm. her and because she could heal you because she could heal you. Well, then she started drinking this, what is it called? Colloidal. Colloidal silver. Something that's supposed to be great. Because she wasn't feeling well. No, they were selling it as a health thing. Colloidal silver. Yeah, Yeah. colloidal silver. Well, then she started getting really sick. Well, really, she was a fucking alcoholic. She was an alcoholic. She was anorexic because weight was a huge thing. She always had to be a certain weight because she had to ascend and she couldn't ascend until she hit this weight. 
and she was drinking tons of this colloidal silver, and which she was is literally silver. turning. And she was turning blue because she was poisoning herself. <laughs> yes. At the very end, was she alive or was she dead when they when? kept rubbing her feet and they put that EMF? Oh, she meter? was. That was the weird part. Obviously, she was dead, right? But she was able but, to bend her hands. But she wasn't and stuff. in rigor mortis, and that sets in pretty quickly. So I'm not sure. But she was not coherent, she was like green gray color. Well, because of drinking the shit. Well, I yeah, that's what it was. So she was probably still alive. But Barely. they thought they thought she was, you know, working her way into ascension. But then they didn't know what to do with her body because she never told them what to do with the actual body. So they were like moving it around like fucking what's that show Ted <laughs> who's did what is that one is it what about Bill I was thinking of the summer one where they prop the guy up right no he's dead and they yeah, drag him around dead. the beach and stuff yeah what, the name what about Bob <laughs> no I think that's that <laughs> no it was Uncle Bernie or something oh weekend of Bernie weekend of Bernie that's what it was <laughs> we would have gotten there we're getting eventually there. we just have to work it out <laughs> we did get there weekend of Bernie's how did it not smell? They would play music for her. They would sing to her. Now her her third father oh, god, Jason, oh, he was who was a crazy. meth head, yes, and also an alcoholic. They all smoked weed. Oh, and they were on drugs all the, the time. entire time. And the house that they lived in, well, they lived in a few houses. Yeah, was gross. Yeah, I mean, so it was gross. very. Um, Christmas lights everywhere, yeah. Yeah. painting. Why did they have blankets with her picture on everywhere? Everywhere. So it weird. It was all strange. And the weird part is this. The people that they interviewed through this documentary fully believed what they were saying. And they seemed somewhat normal in the interviews. They didn't seem totally crazy until they talked about mother the way they did. And I think by episode three, I thought... They're talking about it so openly because they know, obviously, they were kind of out of it and whatever. No, no. They still mm-hmm. believe it. They still it. believe it. And they still do like daily things about Mother God. Well, this whole galactic thing and they thought someone, you know, that. Oh, Robin Williams. Ro- Robin oh, right, Williams right, right, was right. helping her get over. Oh, and Trump was part of her galactic <laughs> world. <laughs> she thought Robin Williams entered her, to her body and told her what to do. Yes. And oh, not just her, the girls that that work for her, live for her, her daughters, whatever they are, they speak to Robin Williams. Why Robin Williams? Oh, Mark, he was Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit. It was nuts. But when they had her body in that state and she looked blue, dead. Oh, she, and she was so Her skinny. face was skeletal. Yeah. And they're still there in her room talking well, you know, to her. And- they also like she would kind of get sober or not even get sober, but maybe awaken and be like, OK, I'm not this mother person. Like, I'm not I'm not this person. And they're like, yes, you are. And then they like talked her back into it. Well, yeah, because at one point she's kind of said this is all fake. I made this all up. And they're like, no, no, you didn't. No, no, you. you oh, God, you must be sick. <laughs> you must really be sick. And And then she would continue to drink this silver that was healing her poisoning her healing her it was healing her it was helping her with her ascension what was she 43 she looked 75 to 80 years old yeah i mean she looked old and she was a cute girl so cute just wild it was just crazy like what flipped in her head because she was like a 
a manager of a McDonald's, right? <laughs> uh, maybe that was it. <laughs> maybe that was it. But she something, just, remember the mom said something just all of a sudden, boom, something happened. Maybe it was the drugs. Uh, she was partying. She was partying a quite a bit. Yeah, I felt sorry for her kids. But, you know, the mom raised them and they're, they seem they very seem normal. Normal. But, and, you know, they have this documented, all the, well, they documented everything. Well, they documented they did a live everything. St- it was 24 hours live stream. Watching yes, them. and they filmed this documentary three weeks after she passed away. Oh, they so, did. Yeah, so it's so that new. That new. Wow. And they had the police body cam when they go into the house. It's crazy. It makes you kind of sick. It was the curiosity more than anything. It kind of makes you sick just seeing the dead body yeah. laying there. And they're <laughs> Do like, you think? Hey. Singing around her. Singing and... It was something. If you like a good cult documentary. <laughs> which we do. Which we do, obviously. <laughs> well, you started watching Twin Flames or Escaping Twin Flames. I did. And that's really, that's like an MLM scam yeah. to try well, and to I find watched your Twin Flame. The documentary Twin Flames. It's on another one. It's like they have dueling documentaries right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't even remember what network. I, it was months ago that I watched that one. And then when I saw this, I'm like, isn't this the same documentary? It's the same people. And I guess the difference is there's... Uh, a mother trying to get her daughter out of it. So that's a weird one because these people still run this organization. They're disgusting. They're fake. They're frauds, but they have a lot of money. People pay a lot of money to meet their twin flame. And it's fucking crazy. Like, I don't feel sorry for people who have given all their money to these. Did you see this couple? Did you? You saw them. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking frauds. Of course they're frauds. But I mean, they're frauds like with their entire life they've been frauds. So it's just weird. It's like, well, that's, you know, you've watched their life. You've seen their shit. Why would you believe that they're going to help you find your twin flame? Whatever the fuck that means. And it's always, well, they, well, the pyramid scheme of it all was they started it. Then they start bringing in these coaches. Right. And then they're training coaches to go out and recruit more people and more people. Mm -hmm. And of course, everything is funneled up through this sure, and pyramid then they, scheme. And then they are living high on life. Of course. The people at the top always live high. <laughs> God. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around who gets into these. Yeah, they, they target specific people, obviously. Well, it's people who are just by themselves sad. Looking for something. Looking for something. Yeah. All right. All right. Should we talk about this? Gary Turner. Oh, oh God. Okay. Bachelor. Yeah. The Golden Bachelor Gary. Now, we're going to say this. Mm -hmm. Well, tonight's the finale. Yep. We have not felt right about Gary since day one. We talked about it. We talked. There's something not real about Gary. We've heard rumors. And now there's a new article that came out that you shared. What's our variety? Hollywood Reporter. And TMZ also, a lot of uh, places are picking it up now because it's it's a relevant. Big, yeah, it's a big story. So last time we talked about this, I said, God, Gary's a restaurant tour. And I didn't realize that he was. And you're like, he was? And I'm like, that's what it said. Well, the truth about that comes out that he basically worked at this restaurant, like a fast food chain, right out of high school. And then he rose up. And I guess he became part owner or something. Of he this. bought this burger place. Yeah. But he hadn't owned it since 1985. Right. So that was his, quote, restaurant tour life. And then since then, he was like, did odd jobs. Handyman at, yeah. a, at a mental health facility. Yeah. And then he worked other places. And this is corroborated. This is all truth. None of this is fake. It's fine. But don't 
present him as this restaurateur, like he owned these nightclubs. Or like when you hear restaurateur, you you, own, have, a, you have a thing in your head. Like it's uh, not a burger one burger restaurant that's not a restaurant I don't know so all these inconsistencies are popping up in his backstory I don't know if ABC does a thorough background check on these people or of if they just let they do stuff slide I mean this stuff is going to be discovered they know every time there's a lead that has any kind of story with regard to relationships that's different than what's presented, it comes out. Well, this all occurred and came to light when this woman that he was in a relationship for three years and it was a yeah. woman that he worked with at the mental health facility. She was like a bookkeeper or something. He was the maintenance guy. And a month after his wife passed away, they started dating then she moved in with him and they had a three in that, year in that house in, in the, the house in the that wife's he house. built with the wife. It's fine that he had a relate that that's not even the bad part. No, but he, him talking like to these ladies, I just have barely kissed anybody. You know, he he presented as I haven't dated Poor me. I haven't dated anyone since my wife died five years ago because I'm so distraught over her death. Yet he had this relationship for three years and he was an asshole to her. He was a real asshole. And she finally came forward and said, I have to say something because the story that's being portrayed is not the true story. At one point, I guess she had gained a little weight. Something happened where she had some health issues and she gained a little weight. He was going to a reunion. She thought she was going. He said to her, you're not going looking like that, basically because she was heavy. She had moved there for Gary, got a job there. She gave her two week notice. He wouldn't let her stay at the house. He told her to get a hotel. And when she moved in, now this part I maybe can understand, but there had to be some sort of conversation. She moved in and then he wanted to charge her like $1,100 a month rent. Right. Let's, let's split everything. Split everything. That should have been a conversation before. So Including that's Including meals when they went out to dinner. Right. So he's a cheap ass. And this is like, I this doesn't surprise me. And the writer of the article has seen the text messages. And the lady said as she's watching him, he uses the same terms. Yes. I want you to be the last one I see at night and the first thing I see in the morning. I want to have coffee with you in the morning and all these little flowery phrases. He's used them before. Yeah. Disgusting. I How am I going to watch it tonight and be excited I about was, it? I'm never excited about watching Gary. Sorry. I just never was. Even if this article, even if people don't believe this story, I never thought Gary was this picture perfect person, nor nor should he be. They presented him like that. Right. And maybe it's and not shame his on, fault. And shame on them for doing that. He's dated a few women, by the way, not just the one lady he dated for three years. I know. And I just, Jesse was on Ryan Bailey's podcast and he's, he was, of course, the most emotional finale ever and I wonder yeah because cry baby Gary I wonder how he feels now that all this has come out oh they'll they won't address it they never will they'll just let it go they'll just be like oh it's just some woman who's been scorned mm, well Teresa. I believe I'm sorry I believe the women who have been scorned by Gary of I just course. do and other people have said they dated him and he was perfectly fine, but he has dated. It's not like, oh, he's new to the dating scene. No, he's dated women. They're not even talking badly about that, but it's the way they present him and him crying over his wife that passed. Listen, he could still cry over his wife that passed, but the way he's doing it is making it sound like she was the love of my life. I haven't been with anybody else. Well, his backstory isn't authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see you, Gary. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> 
All right. Should we move on to Miami? Have you been keeping up? I watched last week's episode where they did the basketball. I've seen all I want to see of Larsa and Marcus. I'm sorry. Well, also, I love how Larsa's like, you know, we're going to do Make-A-Wish charity. My family has been a part of it for 20 years. Oh, no, 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 Larsa. It's your ex-husband, Scotty Pippen, has been a part of this. Not you. Nobody knows who you are. And the people going to this thing, maybe they're going to see Marcus, but I don't think so. Do they even really know who Marcus is? No. Because he hasn't really been. No, unless they hear his last name. Oh, it's Marcus Jordan. Right. But nobody knows fucking Marcus Jordan if his father wasn't. Michael Jordan like they wouldn't know him he's a little too um head over heels with her like he lets her do and say whatever but she's not a nice person she's not she's not a nice person how can he not see that he seems like a a wonderful fellow he does he does I feel bad for him so um so last week was that whole basketball thing and then she Gertie tells Larsa about her breast cancer diagnosis. And then Larsa, the first thing she does is starts telling people about it when Gertie asked her to keep it private. So that in itself says a lot. Well, yeah, says who she is as a person. Now, the other ladies all know because of Larsa, but they're pretending they don't. So little by little, like I think Lisa says something like, how are you doing? You know, like that. And she's like, well, what do you mean? How am I doing? Then she finds out that Larsa told everybody. Well, yeah, she was testing Larsa Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. failed. Yeah. She failed miserably. So Julia still is hard at work practicing Mm. her opera for this fuck cancer party. Mm. It's not good. But you know what? Good for her for doing something sweet. Yes. Now, is this last episode that I missed the where she does it? They have the party. Okay. She hasn't sung it yet. Oh, she hasn't? No, but it's the party. Okay. So she hasn't gotten up there it's yet. It's TBD. It. TBC. Mm, okay. Um, and then Nicole and Anthony have dinner with Alexia and Todd. Todd gives me Louis vibes. There's something off about Todd. Yes. And, and them pretending that, oh, yeah, the reason why Todd didn't go to the party at the house is because of Adriana. Bullshit. They were in a fight. Todd's pissed at Alexia. There is some shit going on in their marriage. And even Adriana says it. He's like, you just mark my words. And we haven't seen him with her. No, but in this episode, we find out that during that party that he didn't show up at, he was downstairs. Yes. The whole of course, time. Of course. And and Adriana asked him, why aren't you upstairs? Oh, don't worry about it. And she's like, are you pissed at me? No, 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 it's fine. And then they're like, oh yeah, it was you. That's why he wasn't there. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's a cover up. I don't trust him. No, I don't, something I don't either. very off about him. And maybe it's because Alexis thinks it's okay to pee and poop in front of your partners. Maybe because <laughs> nope. they shit no, in front of each not. other. Maybe he's finally like, yeah, God, she wants to shit in front of me. That's Ew. shocking. That is so disgusting. For her, that's a, that's a shocking. No, no, I don't even want to know when it's happening. Some things have to be kept private. Yeah, I would hope so. And then Larsa and Marcus have a new podcast because of course they do. Of course they do. Who doesn't have a podcast? What are they talking about? Relationships? It's called separation anxiety because oh, they gross. cannot be separated. Disgusting. I just really hate Larsa. <laughs> I think that her voice has been altered too. I think she intentionally talks like a soft, wispy voice and that's not really her voice. Really? Mm-mm. You go huh. back and listen. I bet. From the early seasons? Yeah, it's different. Ooh. It's not the same voice. She works hard at that voice. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very neat. And she should stop doing stuff to her face because oh, it's she's too much. It's too much. So the party they show them showing up at that. What is the party for? I can't remember. 
the one on the yacht? The one where she's going to sing. Oh, that's the fuck cancer party. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. At um, Adriana's house. Got it. So oh, that's right. Marisol because... doesn't go. Okay. Well, she didn't. Adriana said she didn't want her there. Well, she was invited to she go. Invite but then her. when okay. she found out it was at Adriana's house, she said, oh, I have a, a medical appointment. Oh, my God. In the <laughs> evening. <laughs> um, What else happened? Kiki's annoyed that Larsa is spending so much time with Marcus. And... She isn't the friend that she was before because oh. now she has a boyfriend. Oh, sure. Did they show any more of Jody and Lisa? Because the last episode, Jody was hanging around the kids and the kids were kind of bratty to him. And they were calling him Uncle Jody. Well, yeah, that's what she right. told she them, to wants them to call. Yeah, they were. You know what she said? She goes, because I have a lot of gay friends that are always around the house. I'm like, yeah, so what are you saying about Jody? Yeah. Mm. Jody's interesting. He very, he's very, Not he's a nice sure. house. Um. So then we find out at the very end of this episode that the police are at Lisa's house because apparently Lenny thinks that she planted some sort of listening device in his car when she borrowed it so she could hear what he was talking to the attorneys about. Oh, my God. I don't think she was capable of doing well, something And like why that. just don't talk in your fucking car, you idiot. Exactly. Why? Because she all of a sudden knew some information? Just turn on the radio and sing, yeah, we- sing, sing. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on Dames Who Dish. There you go. <laughs> Should we go to Potomac? Potomac is good. Okay. I almost posted, but I didn't know how to say it. But I am so embarrassed for fucking Wendy, Wendy. after this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. She looked like a fool. She's clearly jealous of Nika. Uh, I mean, isn't that just so apparent? Obvious. I mean, the way she was standing up the whole time at the pickleball tournament, Anika's standing there just playing... She is pulling the hair, making her feel right. And then she said something, you know, when they're going at it. I mean, I'm skipping a lot of shit. But Wendy was like, you're jealous of this. Look at me. And she's like, you know, you you tried to come after me. It's a flop. It's a flop. It's like, shut the fuck up. You look like an idiot. Also, God didn't give you that body. You've had so (laughs) much work done. That's Admittedly, right, she, did. she had tons of fucking work done. So she's like, you're so jealous of what God made me or something like that. It was like, Wendy. It's God did look. not make you that way. Also, Eddie, what the fuck? Eddie knew Anika's husband in college, unfollowed him on Facebook. But he denies it, though. Now he's denying it. Well, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I also about. think even if, like, even if Wendy went in and fucking did it for him, maybe he's close, but he knows who that man is. He knows they went to the same college. They were in the same club. Wendy clearly knows Nika. She's I don't been know around her. her. She knows her. She wants to be... A rung above her. Yes. It's competition for Wendy. Because now she's maybe not the smartest girl in the group. Yeah. Right. Not the only Nigerian. Why don't they band together and be best friends? Nope. She's not going to have it. I don't think Wendy can do that. I think she's one of those people that has to always be a little above everybody else to feel important. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's not a good look for her at all. She looks all. She just looks embarrassed i was i was honestly so embarrassed for her after this i know and then her pulling mia aside oh i know who i want to make well, up that, with mia it's like police she wants girl. an ally that's it not not just that she wanted to deflect well yeah that too yeah because she knew she was losing i i felt bad for nika being put in that position i did too because she's brand new she's not trying to do shit she's just trying to exist in this these new people and friends and it's shit. not easy with but this I do. Group. But when Karen like went up to 
Giselle. I mean, these two are the, you know, they're, they're the, the core. They're the core. Yeah. And she's like, this is your fault. <laughs> Just like joking. <laughs> and they're having their wine. I love when Karen and Giselle are getting along. They're so fucking funny. They're really funny. But I want to know, why were there so many people playing pickleball at the same time? Because th- th- they're, they're like not playing the right four way. Four people on each side of the... And of the- why is every woman so uncoordinated <laughs> even rob like robin i thought was like an athlete af- sort of right no didn't no. know fucking shit about anything it's like you've never played ping pong just Mm-mm. it's ping pong on the ground they're not like us Anne. No, apparently not jeez <laughs> uh what else oh candace tells her mom that the tour you know she got a lot of c's a lot of people saw her but you know they can't spend that kind of money okay what the hell does that mean (laughs) i I got a lot of c's a lot of people saw online what was going on Mm -hmm. they were at my concert no they weren't no it wasn't a concert no it was in a little tiny show they were they were shows it wasn't a concert it was a show And then Juan Dixon showing up. I was surprised he actually showed up. I think they said. Well, he almost caught the place on fire. Oh, that was hilarious. So I don't know where we're going. Ashley finally admitted that she misconstrued um, the comments that that she made. But of course she knew she did that. But at the end, at the end when they're fighting, Anika says, your mom is a witch. Mm. Wendy's like talk about my mom say my like that whole thing talk about my mom it's like oh fuck I Wendy know. do people really do that I, I mean it's so weird she's talking about her mom because your, your mother called her family member and said she's what at the shrine or what was she doing praying to the shrine praying against her praying something. yeah something Put at a the hex shrine on her <laughs> <laughs> fucking Can you crazy imagine? your mom put a hex on she me. submitted my name to the shrine is what she said what shrine I don't know isn't she but Catholic? Also, Wendy acting all innocent. You know what fucking went down. Of course she does. And and her with Eddie. And Eddie did look for it. That was funny when Anika's like, Eddie is like, get me the fuck out of here. Well, he doesn't save me. Yeah, he doesn't participate no, in this crazy. He wasn't he wasn't happy Eddie. Smiley Eddie. What do they call him? What did that one girl call him? <laughs> yeah. Happy Eddie. <laughs> crazy. Okay, what about Mary de Medicine? Another great fucking show. So Phaedra. This is the same house that Phaedra had before. I yeah. think she's redecorated, but the kitchen and everything is definitely the same. <laughs> yeah. So Jackie and Heavenly go go oh my God. over, and Heavenly is so fucking shady. She is bad. So fucking shady. What do you call this? Is this <laughs> traditional decor? It's nice. It's nice. It's bright colors, but it's nice. God, she's so good. Is it early American? What oh, is it? Oh, man. When her and Daddy show up at the wedding and their name is not on that list that took some balls for sweet tea and greg to take their names off the list well you know production had everything to do with it they were going to be at that wedding regardless then they got back in how'd they get back in production oh production helped them to get back how do we know that well that's what i've read oh production's like oh no no we've got to have them they're gonna be at the wedding (laughs) i just think it's hilarious they took their names off i know at the last minute i mean sweet tea didn't know what what Heavenly, well, clearly she did know what Heavenly was saying. But she, Heavenly never said it to her face, but really. Phaedra brought Quad to uh, yeah, her exactly. bridal That's shower. I mean. And she she takes Heavenly off the list, but Greg, Greg even called Phaedra and said, what the fuck are you doing bringing Quad? And she was just like, you know, it was fine. Quad is not a threat. And then Phaedra was still invited. Yeah, that Crazy. didn't make sense. <laughs> so she wants to get Quad back in the fold. Jackie says to, uh, to Phaedra at her house. 
are you happy with your decision to bring Quad back? Like oh. she's like, she's like, yes, of course. Yes, I'm, of course she's going to say she's happy with it. Oh, but then when Heavenly got back into the wedding, they were all dancing and having a good time. On the dance floor, Heavenly's like, did you take my name off the list? It was like, <laughs> definitely let it go. You're there. You're dancing. Let it go. She's not. She's not going to let nope, it go. Nope. At the wedding. She's going to address it on the dance floor with Sweet Tea. Funny. I don't know about Sweet Tea and but Greg. Man. I don't It's going to be tough with her. But Contessa and Scott were there. Yes, I did see Contessa. I went back. I didn't see Scott. Yeah, they were both there. Oh, I saw they them. They walked in together. Oh, I just saw Contessa sitting there. She looked great. She looked really so good. So I wonder, they just probably, either she didn't get hired back. Probably not. No, I don't think it was really good for their marriage no, either. No, no. And she's another one that, there was just nowhere to go with her. It was too heavy. Everything mm-hmm. having to do with her was too heavy. She needed to go. It was yeah. time. All right, can we talk Winter House? This was a fucking crazy weekend of Everybody was so drunk. That's what they do. I mean, it was a lot, though. And Danielle, oh, God. I'm, I know, I'm, Danielle, Again, I'm embarrassed for Danielle. I know. Do you think she's watching this like, oh, fuck. It's uh, understandable because she's coming off of this crazy breakup. No, it's not. It's not understandable at it's all. The, it's the alcohol she's is what like it is. She's like 33 years old. But it's the alcohol. She needs to feel cute. She's feeling cute with Alex. Then she she doesn't really catch feelings. She's just jealous when he's flirting with everybody else. But what is she expecting to happen? Is she expecting him to just be attached to her the whole entire time when she knows he's a big flirt? It is weird that he's sleeping with her. If he's making out, I didn't see him make out with anybody else. He's just a flirt. So sleeping with her and flirting with other people is fine. But she gets way over the top. Oh my God. Like, and she's the one who said, Psycho. This is no strings attached. Yeah, let's just have fun. You know. Friends with benefits kind of situation. But then she like gets pissed and she goes in her room and she's pouty towards him and mean and all this other stuff. And it's like, Danielle, stop it. Yeah. yeah. I felt like, oh, it was too much. It it was. She was getting pissed even at Amanda for just. Oh, because Amanda said said exactly her feelings. Yeah. Amanda was kind of like, well, let me like, let me think about how I feel about what you're going through. And she's like, forget it. Well, she doesn't agree with you. You're being a psycho. That's the problem. She doesn't agree. At one point, though, fucking Katie was so drunk. She was chugging olive oil. (laughs) Can you imagine? Disgusting. God, it was just nuts. And then they have the country western party. and Oh, and in uh, walks Asia. That's fun. Asia was there for one night. Aisha and Katie look so much alike. They I do. I was really having a hard time. Well, it's the color. And then Malia. They all have the same color hair. Well, Malia, you can you can pick so out. was Malia, is she bi or what? Or is it just she, not? No, because she told the girl I'm straight, but I'll, I'll make, oh, out, I'll make out. So she was just so desperate to I, make out I, with someone I, or she know, was I, so excited somebody found her attractive <laughs> that she just made out with her. That was weird. I feel like Malia is trying too hard. Oh, God. She I is. just don't like her. Yeah, I don't I'm know what it is. I just don't like her. When does Captain Sandy come? <laughs> well, I can't wait for Captain I know. Sandy. Oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> Who knew we'd be excited about Captain Sandy coming? Well, and um, Sam is coming too. I think next yeah. week Sam comes. They're um, getting close because they keep talking. Right, right. And he invited her. Oh, but God. Tom, this thing with Tom that he cannot get over Katie. Katie's name being. Katie. Same a name, same a name. She really likes him. Oh, God. She's got the hugest crush. So and I think he likes her, too. Eh, I think he likes her, but 
He's worried because it's on yeah, camera. It's on camera. Yeah. That, so that's the only reason why they were making out in the bathroom. Did they have sex actually in the bathroom? Well, he was on Watch What Happens Live and he said what happens in the bathroom stays in the oh, bathroom. I think they tried. Something I don't, happened. I don't Something think it was happened successful. Yeah, because stupid Malia was knocking out. I need my contacts. contacts well, and, the, and then Asia had to go shit. Remember, she was so drunk and she... Oh my God. So they got kicked out of the bathroom. Oh my God. So... Does he come back? Because he left to go film the reunion. I don't think he comes back. He said he is. Well, he said he is. He told her that he would. I don't know if he comes back. But then she even said, I think he might not come back because of me. Because she has feelings for him and he's trying to nervous put up about a wall. it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, there's a lot going on in his life. I feel bad for him at this point. Can you imagine his mindset right now? It's right when Scandal happened. Sandoval was supposed to be there with him. Yeah, but I think he had also stuff in his personal life, which I didn't yeah, know about. Sure. His dad was like in prison or something, and um, oh, I thought he was really sick. No, I, I thought think somebody he, was dying. Well, his really? brother, his brother was sick. Oh, right. He's got triplet brothers. Yeah, right. Me- you, yeah, remember them. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think he tries to help them financially, mm. and the oh, dad yeah. has a, like a bad backstory. Oh, no. Yeah, so he's got a lot of personal shit yeah. happening. I remember they talked a little bit about that. Because Katie, that was a lot for Katie, too. Because you're taking on, you know. Can you imagine? I think that would be very difficult if your spouse's family, they have to pay for them. They have to send them money. They're doing all this. That would be a lot. Heck yeah. And it has to put a strain on the, oh, for the marriage. Sure. Definitely. Okay, Salt Lake City. Shit. Last week, it was Heather, of all fucking people, having this traditional yeah. Mormon Thank you. bonnet right. party. Because she's so connected. She loves this part of the Mormon community. You can't have it both ways. No. And that's, that's what how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. I don't like how she uses, this is my heritage, and I'll use it when I want to, but buy my book, Bad Mormon, because I hate the Mormon church. Yeah. But, this is- but I like this part of it. This is the problem yes. I have with Heather. Right. She rejected her Mormonism and her heritage, but now she's trying to promote the activities of traditional Mormon. The food, the the way of life. Yeah, it's, so it's kind of bullshit. It is bullshit. So it is kind of cringe, though, that they're doing all this stuff for Jack and his his mission. But not really, because we caught wind that he did go to Bogota after all. Well, he did. But I was cracking up when they went to the modern Mormon (laughs) closed door. (laughs) She was like, it's so great that you guys dress so, you know, you becoming more modern. And then he comes out looking just like a little Mormon missionary with the white short Short sleeve. Why do they always wear the short sleeve? Always. Well, I think it's just weather. Related. You think so? Yeah, because I've seen them in the long sleeve shirts riding around town. Well, Lisa Barlow posted that if you see Jack in John Wayne Airport or in uh, in New York at yeah. the airport, he's on his way to Bogota. So he is going. He is going. Good for him. Seems like a long... Two years. Well, it was a visa problem. Yeah, I think, it, I think it legitimately was probably a visa problem. And he was in Orange County, like you said, doing training or whatever. Whatever they do. This whole thing Ugh. with Meredith and Lisa, I was mm. a little confused by <laughs> why Lisa or why Meredith was so upset at Lisa because Lisa told yes. Whitney that she was threatening. when Because Lisa told Angie Kay 
oh, that Angie when K, Meredith right. was really drunk and said, I can ruin her. Right. And Lisa told Angie K. And so then when Angie K told Meredith, it was like, oh, my God, who told you? It was like, Lisa told me. So Lisa was like, of course I told her. You were saying you could ruin her life. If somebody said that about you, I would tell you. And she's like, I didn't mean that. I know things about everybody. We all do. I could say a lot of things. But that's what Meredith does. There's all these veiled threats. Yeah. And she still does it. She even said in this conversation to Lisa, karma comes back at you. Yeah. What the fuck are you saying? Well, she's and letting she did Lisa threaten know. Her, but yeah. she did threaten Angie Kay. And it's like, Meredith, this is what you've been doing. She throws little yeah. bombs. And then fucking Monica... I go through moments with Monica where I'm like, nope, you got issues. But then I have this like little soft spot for her sometimes. Like when they were at that day, the Mormon day, whatever they were doing, you know, making the butter and all that shit. And then her Lisa go at it. Like she gets dirty. She fights very dirty with her words. Lisa started it. It was like, who would you throw off the wagon? Exactly. The wagon was too heavy. Right. And so I felt bad for her. And then she was like, I can't say anything. So I'll walk away. And then they were like, why are you so quiet? It's like, she can't fucking win with these ladies. So I feel a little bit of empathy for Monica. But then the way she operates is dirty. And, you know, what we know now with the suing of, you know, her saying she got botched, work done. But the problem with Monica is I don't know how much of what she says I can believe. Right. There's but she, a little... can, she can be endearing. Like when she invited them all on the Bermuda trip. Like she's trying. It's her family. And she's, she's trying. Know. But she's also LD Millionaire's daughter. So she learned. Who? <laughs> her mom. <laughs> her mom's LD. Twitter or whatever is LD it, oh, Millionaire. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, Millionaire? LD Millionaire. Why does it say that? I don't know <laughs> because I'm pretty sure she's not a millionaire. No. A lot of their story seems like it's planned and contrived. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, how can we get more camera time for you? Mm, and mm-hmm. how can we make this story so that, you know, I'm asked back next year? Right. I've got to mix it up. I've got to stir some shit. But then she has those moments and I go, oh, okay. She's so, but what a- about Whitney and her friend that passed I know, that away? Was so that sad. was very sad. And Lisa was a little cold. Lisa was. And initially, I didn't think Lisa knew about her friend. Yeah, but she said she was the first one she told. But Lisa also contradicted herself. Did you catch it? Mm, what? She said, I sent you flowers. I sent you flowers. And then she said later, the flowers are on the on their way. Oh, she did? I thought, and then I thought she kept saying, I brought you flowers before I came here. No, I said So there was flowers. all these different... Yeah. So it sounded like the flowers had already been sent. And then she said, but the flowers, they're on their way. They're being sent. The thing is, I understand that it can be awkward if you don't know what to say to somebody who's uh, just lost a loved one. It's very simple. And, and it's not a family member. It's a friend, which doesn't make it any easier for yeah. some people. I mean, I totally understand that. But all you have to say is, how you doing? I'm so, or how you touch doing? her arm. Touch her arm. How you doing? Right. Not so ignore sorry. her completely when she's standing right there. That Lisa, was just such odd behavior. Is she just she's socially inept? Or no. Like, you think, I think it's all, it's she's all self- about her. So you think when Whitney was like, it's always about you. Of course. And I needed you and you didn't show up and she like lost it. She really did lose it. She was Is taken she off her that mic. close with Lisa though? That was my... Well, they were kind of close. You know, remember she went to her house. I don't know. They were they were pretty close, I think, Whitney and her. I, I mean, I felt for, like, for as this group goes. Yeah, I felt like like Whitney 
kind of went a little overboard with her anger. But uh, we saw that Lisa brought Heather something. Whitney was standing right there and didn't even address Whitney. Yeah, that's true. She knew what Whitney was going through. It was it was weird behavior. And then her getting so upset. She is weird. I don't hate Lisa. I just think she has some weird reactions to things. Well, even when she talks to her husband, her husband could be saying something and she just keeps talking, talking, talking about whatever it is that she's talking about. She doesn't take a breath. Mm -mm. It's always about what's going on with her and her life. And that's, you know, it's very um, it's kind of manic, too. It's manic. Yeah, it's Mm. manic. So I was confused about this plated jewelry line that Meredith plated had. Plated what? Like silver plated? Uh, I don't is know. So she had cheaper jewelry. That Her jewelry is like 50 to $500. And then she had the fine jewelry, which was like 1300 to $1,800 there. So is she comparing the two? Like why know, have all that, all the expensive jewelry? People are saying like her store in um, Park City is just a shell of a store. There's oh, like no God. merchandise <sighs> in it. And I mean, she had that before the show started, right? I think so. At one point, this was funny. Monica brought the treats, the pastries, mm-hmm. and the wine or whatever it was for the Bermuda trip. And pe- the guests were starting eating the pastries. And she was like, no, 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 no those aren't for those you. Those are for you. But why not? Those ladies aren't going to eat the fucking pastries. A whole box? Like, there was four boxes of pastries. They're not taking them home. No. They didn't care about the pastries. Them. No, it's so The funny. rum, yes. But the pastries... No. So Mary got a little airtime because Monica went to her house. Monica's walking in. Your house is amazing. Now, why oh, is Monica so at shock. her house? Because Mary's not going anywhere. She's not showing up to any of these events. Is she going to go to Bermuda? I bet not. I don't think she's going to Bermuda. Did she you, can't leave her son by himself. Did you, <laughs> that's true. Did you see... That she was at Kathy Hilton. I don't know if it was Kathy Hilton's party, but it was that they were at Variety on the Step Away Direct TV party. Yeah. And they looked at each other, and Mary was just kind of like, Who are you? Who are you? And Kathy's doing the same thing. It was such a funny moment. <laughs> I posted it on her thing because it was just like, What the fuck is happening? Kathy Hilton and Mary. Can you imagine that conversation? What a mix. And that it was Kathy so knows awkward. nobody. No, Kathy doesn't. No. And even so, if she does, she doesn't. And, and even Mary doesn't know anybody. So it would be just a wild ride. It was awkward <laughs> for Mary because she didn't know what to do, where to look, no. what was happening. Mary's awkward anyway. But then the advice she was giving Monica sounded so sane. It's like, what the fuck's the matter with you, Mary? She's all over the place. She can sound so normal. But Monica was so over the top. Oh my God, your house is so nice. It's so beautiful. No, 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 no. Maybe, like, maybe, oh, really? maybe for Monica it is. You think? I don't know. It's quite shocking, that house. It is shocking. All right, let's go to Beverly Hills. We had last week's episode that we didn't really talk about, but it was the episode where it's the name um, name um, and Crystal's going off to Kyle, and she seemed very intoxicated and weird. Crystal? Who no. did? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Crystal? Sutton. Oh, Sutton. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah. Sutton and Kyle were, you know, meeting and she was At just... Sutton's house? Yeah. She was she's weird. unhinged. I don't know what is really going on Well, with Well, her, she's but... trying to say now. This last episode, she was like, well, the reason why I acted that way is because me and my ex-husband just found out he was going to be going to London. He was making me go with him. Yeah, well, oh, you, my you can't God. do that. And isn't her son, like... Out of I high thought, school? I thought he was. I thought her daughter was younger. No, her daughter's in college. Okay, so then he, the son maybe he's younger. in high school. But the whole story was it's like... bullshit. Yeah, and I believe Kyle. Kyle's like, you make up shit 
because your actions were weird, mm-hmm. you make up fake drama. Maybe it was something you were going through, but, but it all worked out okay. And now you're going to get more money each month and you get to have your son full time. What's so bad about that? They're really focusing on her drinking yeah, this season. Yeah. And I do agree. Crystal was the one that was like, all right, Kyle, just because yeah. you've been sober for a minute, you can, that's what she sober was people do. Reason. So right. here's another thing. When people are sober and they're still getting high, taking gummies, taking THC, are you sober? Like, did, did Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle had, had five, five milligrams. milligrams. And I don't care. But it's just a weird thing. Like, I know she's sober just for health. I don't know. I guess she's just not drinking. She's not sober. She's just not drinking. Well, yeah, she's California so, sober. So also don't say you're sober. Just say I'm not drinking. I was laughing when they were like, you can have from one to 10 milligrams. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Because <laughs> re- it really is nothing. It's nothing. I like when he was explaining the meal, like, it takes you on this little thing and you get to a point of euphoria. Yeah. And I'm like, no. euphoria <laughs> scares me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You can oh, taste God. it in the food. That's I think a, you can. Well, you can. also, remember, who did that? Oh, Southern Charm. Yeah, Southern Charm did that dinner like that. I think that. a couple of yeah. other shows have done it. I want to see it where everybody's doing it. Okay, let's talk about Camille and oh, um, Denise. Denise, what the fuck was when she, she on? Oh, my God. God, she was so wasted when she was walked in. So weird. And she's like, I can't do that stuff. It's like, really? Really? You can't do any of the THC shit? Because why? You're wasted. She had one tequila too many. Oh, she was so drunk. And isn't it funny also that Kyle Kyle's best friends with Faye Resnick? Of course. And, and yet she's she still invited. Well, they did that for oh, the show. Oh, of course. Of course. But I do love that Faye was like, whatever. I just won't sit. I'm just moving. I just don't want to sit near you. Yeah, but it was weird that they had the conversation. Kyle and um, Sutton had the conversation while everyone was seated waiting for them for dinner. Well, because Sutton wanted to have that conversation. I know, but the timing—it was, was the timing just... was horrible. Who do you like? Whose side are you on here? Are we on Kyle's side or Sutton? Um, when Sutton was like, that was pretty uh, intense. When it was Erica who was like, "Where's our guest of honor?" She's like, um, "I think Sutton triggers Kyle because." Sutton's weirdness is kind of reminiscent of Kim's weirdness. Ooh. So I think ah. she's triggered by Sutton when she starts spiraling and acting crazy. Kyle has had to deal with that before. And I think she's like, I'm not dealing with this shit Ooh, anymore. You know what? You could, that, that is a really good assessment because the things. And Kathy too, by the way. Kathy, well, the things Sutton is saying are weird. You know, she, spouts out these tiny little things she's really just upset that kyle is surely going through something and, and she's telling not her. telling and letting her know what's going on well in the group she says and garcelle garcelle was, was you know why was sutton getting all the attack when garcelle was the one saying everything she's like nobody said anything nobody to well and what what was that erica said was where's our hostess and sutton said in denial about something mm-hmm and then it was like, what? What are you talking about? And then fucking Garcelle's like, it was about Mo, about Mo's cheating. She's the one saying everything. Yeah. But why is Sutton being, like, call Kyle on the side and say, what's going on? I'm reading all this shit. Are you okay? It seems like you're working out a lot. You're not drinking. You're what's wearing this ring on? that's not your wedding ring. Yeah, if they were that good of friends, why didn't Sutton just ask Kyle? And Sutton's like, Kyle should have told me. Well, why don't you ask her instead of talking about it to Garcelle and Garcelle's like, well, I don't know why she's not wearing that ring. What about the introduction of Morgan Wade? 
Um, oh, well, it brought some clarity about the K on Morgan Wade's yes. arm. We know, I mean, it kind of makes sense now. Yeah, where she Morgan, let, Morgan doesn't give a shit. She's totally tatted from her neck all the way down. She had right. a little space left. It was a joke. It was kind of a jokey thing. Like, what yeah, does she care? Right, right. It wasn't like a love tattoo. And it's, and does Kyle have an M on her? It was like, oh, they have each other's initials. I, I didn't was, see there was an M. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Kyle just tattooed Morgan. Okay. And she, and she wasn't telling her what she was going to put right, on there. And right. then she did it. I thought their interaction was extremely comfortable, but not lovey. It no, seemed no, no, very, no, no. but there were moments, like Kyle said a few things that seemed a little like, Huh, that was a weird thing to say. I thought the tattoo placement was interesting. And what was it? Like a planet and stars like nothing. or something? When she went home and showed Mauricio and he's like, why would you do that? And, you know, the awkward moment of he's like, well, I hope to see more of it. And she's like, well, you're seeing it right now. And he's like, well, I hope it's more. And she's like, uh. Yeah, that was And strange. has Morgan Wade ever been to their house? Like, why was it such a secret little meeting rendezvous? Why, does Morgan ever show up at Mauricio's house? Are they all friends? I don't know. But the relationship, because Morgan's like 28 and Kyle's like 52, 53. If I were hanging around someone my daughter's age, mm-hmm. to the extent that Kyle is, I think my kids would think it's weird. I think my kids would be annoyed. Like, what are well, you doing? Well, it'd be weird. Like, like, what do you do with that, with her and not with us? That's right, what I right. would think. Because she's got daughters and her yeah. daughters are her age and younger than mm-hmm. Morgan. Her daughters have to think it's odd. Unless, well, we know there's this documentary that they're doing. See, that's the back part we don't know about. Right. What I, is the connection besides country music? Yeah. And why is Morgan Wade so interesting? She doesn't she's seem not, interesting she to me. No, she doesn't. But it did seem very comfortable. It wasn't, I didn't seem lovey. Like when, no. at the one moment, she's like, hold my hand because of the thing. She she was kind of making fun of Kyle. Here's the thing that Kyle does seem when she's not, she seems very calm and relaxed now and not crazy. Remember, she was always so afraid of everything. Anxious. Yes. And yeah. that, that moment in the beginning when she had Crystal and Dorit come over in her kitchen, it was kind of a mess. And I was like, I like seeing that. Not everything has to be so perfect all the time. So that kind of made me like, huh, I'm seeing her more comfortable with herself, but it's weird with Mauricio. Like she really doesn't care about him. He no. was he was packing up and going somewhere. She's like, where are you going? Like she didn't even know where he was going. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad because they had such a strong, rela- I thought they had such a strong relationship. But where did it fall apart? Because we saw... Was it all for the camera? Did Was it all fake? Well, they say some of it was, but they really did have funny moments together. Right. But she was drinking and mm. he was doing his edibles or smoking or whatever. And now that she's stopped drinking, it's not so fun and funny anymore. Well, do you think he, the rumors of him cheating, whether he did or not, do, that would get to you. If you hear that many rumors, yeah, there's there has be to be something. some truth to it. Whether it's just the flirtatious part of him, that could be enough to just be like uh stop it like you're being inappropriate in some way to me I think as he's your wife. probably a really nice friendly maybe too friendly well, he's guy. in sales he's in sales he's on a show mm-hmm. you know I'm he's sure a good he gets looking people, guy yeah I'm sure he gets people coming up to him all the time I don't know 
I don't know, I guess we'll see more unfold. But was this the big revelation that something's like, you're going to see what I was going through? That conversation, like, <laughs> oh, my ex-husband was going to move to London, was going to take my son, like he could really do that, please. And pay me more child support. Yeah, and I signed something. What'd you sign? What was it? We never, that never came to light. Like, oh, did you sign away your son at some point? <laughs> I think she signed for herself to get more child support if her exactly. son. Although I don't think Sutton's a stupid person. I think she's probably pretty shrewd mm. but i don't know i don't know now I, now is it the alcohol that makes her oh you know what about kyle saying well you don't you don't fucking eat at all you just you move, move things stuff. around yeah. that was something we hadn't heard before i mean she's very tiny but sutton's always been tiny but she's very tiny here but mm. people that a lot of people that have eating disorders just yeah, kind move of it move around. the food around <sighs> i wish i could just move my food around <laughs> i can't I, has, I, I, I eat has to dough. go in my mouth. I eat dough and I move it all into my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> There's no moving that shit around. It's shoveled in. Same. All right. Let's talk about the first episode of Sister Wives, the reunion, episode one of the whatever. What is it I called? I love this, uh, the one-on-ones. Oh, my God. I love this host. See, she's good, right? Yeah, she's really good. People were saying they don't like that she puts words into their mouths. I think she just clarifies well, things. Well, I think she clarifies it and I think she has to keep it moving. Yeah, because they're sometimes they're searching because they don't know what to fucking say. So Cody's coming off as Cody. He's an, an idiot. He's saying they're trash talking him because he didn't love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cody. <laughs> he still wants a romantic relationship with with Janelle apparently. He's pretending. He's pretending. He doesn't want a romantic relationship no. with Janelle. No. He said he really fell in love with Robin only. And the other ladies he just married kind of as part of his duty. Religion. Mm-hmm. Whatever that religion is. And then is. Robin, first of all, you know you're going to be on this big platform. What the fuck was Robin wearing? Like, they're so casual. Not saying you have to wear a lot of sparkle or anything, but maybe dress up a little bit. She was, Ro she's Robin. She's what do you Robin. want her to wear? She's just every day. So Robin's like hearing this information for the first time. The host is saying, well, Cody's saying they really only loved you. And the other women, he was just, you know, doing his duty. And she's like, really? He said that? He's never said that to me before. I'm like, what? <laughs> she seems so annoyed with Cody. Doesn't she? Well, her life is miserable now it's because horrible. I think he's miserable. He, and well, that's he, what she, she said. said. Yeah. It's driving him crazy that Janelle and Christine are friends now because he's saying they hated each other when they were sister wives. And that's not true. It was him they hated. Like, he was the one <laughs> not doing right by all of them. He fucking blew it. And now they're all just comfortable saying it. Now, when they talk to Mary... She keeps saying something like, well, the truth is going to come out. Like, what? What's what the are truth? you going to say? Yeah. What are you going to say? What can she have that on you, him? That you haven't had sex for 10 years? Yeah, we know, Mary. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Everybody knows. Also, if you look online, people are like, look at Mary. She looks amazing. Yeah, she's using fucking filters, people. The, the filters she's using on these pictures are unbelievable. If we use those fucking filters, we would look. 35. Everybody looks good of with a course. filter. Oh, we've, we've done it before. It's a little scary and sickening, but... But I don't mind it. <laughs> well, I kind of like it. I wish we could use more. So Cody says he may not have been in love with these ladies, but he was loving. Was he? Mm -mm. Was he loving? Or was he an asshole the whole time? No, because we find out... They're, they're talking more about him showing up for them, like, raising the kids. And what Janelle says is... 
he was never around to raise the kids. He was, quote, working. But with Robin, he's around. He's helping raise those kids. He's in their lives. He was never in their kids' lives. That's why the kids don't miss him, because he was never there anyway. No, they they don't respect him at all. Not at all. So he he's so funny, though, because he is so about himself and that he's, you know, the specimen of a man <laughs> and that Christine and Janelle are only friends just to piss him off. I mean, he can't get out of his own space, you know? It's just always about him and he doesn't yeah. do anything wrong and he's just the greatest person. I do think that he is he throws Robin under the bus. He uses her as oh. an excuse to be mad at the other place. You were mad to Robin. You were mean to Robin. You need to apologize to Robin. Robin saying, "I never asked for that." So I think behind the scenes obviously Robin and Cody loved each other. She was happy to have him because she wanted him really, like full time. But I don't think Robin was especially nice to the other women. I think she was very conniving. Do you think so? I, I it's do. hard for me when I look back, I'm like, she knew what she was getting into. So she just wanted to be number one, which she turned out she, to be number she one. She was, yeah. And the other ladies were like, fuck you. You can have him. Now she's pissed that she has him because he's so bitter. He's not the same person. But in the meantime, he's throwing her under the bus saying, basically, they were mean to Robin. And that's why I'm sticking up for the lady that I loved the most, Robin. And she's like, fuck. Like, now you're throwing me under the bus. She seems so angry with him. But she's stuck. Where is she going to go? What is she going to do? The other ones are like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. She's got nowhere to go. Yeah. She doesn't have any friends. She's on, where is she? She's at that house in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't know. Where is that? Flagstaff still? I think Flagstaff. But it's on property. Mm. Yeah. It's not the, they haven't started building on the Coyote Pass, I don't think. No. So after that big fight that Janelle and Cody had, when they asked her about it, because she rewatched, that was so great rewatching it was that. Amazing. When the host said, How did you feel after that? Janelle said, I felt relieved. At that moment, you said everything you ever wanted to say to Cody. God, Fuck it was you. So good. Can you imagine hating him so much and finally saying, Fuck you? <laughs> I mean, those words have such solid good meaning when you when you use them the right way. Of course, it's the best God. word ever, especially the way he kept coming back. and Oh, and then he's like, I am not going to listen to you. It's like, <laughs> oh. Do you think they're hurting for money? Mm. I think they might be. Well, we still don't really know. Like, I wish, I wish the host would say, what do you do for money, Cody? People yeah. want to know what you What's do for job? work. Because when I looked it up, like I said, I saw what arms sales or whatever. Arms. Arms. <laughs> 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 He's in the black market selling arms. Oh God! Obviously, I'm not quite. I don't. The gun. The gun uh, terminology doesn't like roll off yeah. my tongue. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, so there's two more episodes, and I'm looking forward to it because I just want to hear more. What is Mary gonna say? Like, I can't even imagine. Cody's gonna act like an asshole. Oh, did you see what came out about the watch he was wearing? No. People are saying it's a $10,000 watch. And he bought it? And he bought, because, you know, they don't have any money yet. He could buy $10,000 watch. watches. And Robin's a fucking, you know, buying all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone says she's and a he has a, And he has a sports car, which He's doesn't make any Lexus, sense. But it's like an old model. Oh, it is? Lexus convertible. Hmm. Where does he carry the guns? <laughs> I don't know. The arms. The arms? <laughs> 
Okay, did you catch up on Plathville? I did. It's kind of sad. It is sad. This whole family is falling to pieces. However, they're also coming together. But not all together at the same time. I was proud that Ethan went on the boys trip, even though Olivia didn't want him to go. Ethan is a problem. He is. He's very immature. Yes. But, well, he is. He's 20. 20? Or 21. No, maybe 22. Mm, he's drink, so he's got to be 22. Yeah. He is his father's son. He doesn't know how to communicate. And even Barry admitted that. He's like, well, sorry, you learned that from me. Him and Olivia are never going to work, which we know they're, they're what? Getting divorcing. divorced. Yeah. Um, she wants different things. She's growing. He's not. He realizes he wants exactly what he had as a child, which is wild to me. He said he wants to grow, but then he wants to revert back. He wants to raise his kids basically the same way that he was raised. Yeah, but that means that the mo- the wife is a little submissive and he likes that. He likes it. He's mad that Olivia has a mind of her own. Well, he's got to try to find someone who has the same values that he yeah. has. And good luck with that. And if he wants his family... Olivia, it's just not going to work. He's going to move back to Cairo yeah. and that's where he's going to stay for the rest so. of his life. I think so. Fixing cars. I mean, that's that's what he has. That's what Barry has. So Kim and her new boyfriend, Ken, they're in love. Ken asks Kim to move in with him. They were dating long before we Gina, were introduced to Ken. Gina, how dare you? And I heard on the Sister Wives podcast mm. that there's a picture on Ken's Instagram of Ken and Kim and Barry and all the kids where Ken was having dinner at their house. Because Ken was a friend. And that's yes. why Barry won't talk to him. Yes. Because Ken was teaching um, Isaac how to fly planes. Right. And he was a single guy. Wow. Wait, the Sister Wives podcast? Mm-hmm. They talk about Plathville? No, it was. Oh, they, they were talking about. Yeah, oh, they, they were about- on Kate Casey. Oh, they were. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like them. The husband and wife. Yeah. Mm, they're funny. But now all of a sudden, Barry is like super dad. He's like the cool dad <sighs> when he goes to California and he's surfing. Ethan is digging his heels in. He doesn't want so, anything to do with so anything stubborn. new. Nope. Nothing new. So stubborn. Which kind of shocks me because I thought he was a little bit of a daredevil. You know, like in the snow, like really? at home and spinning, stuff. Spinning out in the snow? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Putting your wife in danger? I thought it was very risky of him. Yeah, I don't want to try anything new. They're like, they had to talk him into putting a wetsuit on and going, it's like, get out of your fucking shell. He's Barry as a kid. I'm glad that he and uh, Mariah finally had a conversation. Yeah, it's not over yet. But no. um, I mean, I think they both, Mariah is just... She's just a sweet girl, but that song, I was, was a good. little touched. It was by very it. good. Wait, what about Lydia having an album? Oh, okay. Well, L- Lydia is a different story. Lydia. God, oh God. Oh, no, Lydia. Oh, it was. Poor Lydia. Oh, poor Lydia. Yeah, like that singing, gonna it, be... singing in your prayer closet does not translate to an album. She's going to be like Ethan. She's going to stay, live at home forever. Yeah, I think so. Did they let her have a cell phone finally? Oh, yeah, I think so. Isn't it odd, though? So Barry goes on a boy's trip, and Lydia takes the little girls on a road trip. Like, what about Kim? Why doesn't Kim take the kids? No, Lydia, the real wife, second wife, <laughs> Lydia, <laughs> takes the kids on a road trip. Kim's a, busy. A, to, to Nashville, wherever she was recording her album. She's busy with Ken. 
Now, You're right. Kim's busy with Ken. Will she move in with Ken? No. I don't think she will either no. because she I think knows it's going to be weird right. with the kids. Oh, that would be so weird. And Ken weird. doesn't look like a ball of fun. I mean, Barry was no ball of fun. But Ken is not exactly. Okay. Gina, is Kim a ball of fun? Are you saying Kim's a ball of fun? No, she's. I bet she tells him exactly of what course. to do. She's going to be bossy. She is feeling the love from Ken. He has a nice little log cabin and, you know, that's what you want. Yeah, Kim. It's quite interesting, though. How many more episodes are left? It's got to be getting close to the end. It's been on a while. I also love that Micah was like, I'm so glad they could come and see my life here in L.A. Okay, that's not your life. You rented a house (laughs) in Malibu. You live in a shitty part of L.A. You don't even want to live there anymore. But you're acting like, see how great my life is living in Malibu on the beach? That's not your life there in L.A. No, that was pretty funny. Yeah, he's like, I'm doing so well. You want to move back to Cairo. (laughs) He wants to move back to Cairo, too. I know it's amazing to me. I think Mariah doesn't really. I think she likes her life. Yeah. Just think she's such a sweet girl. She is. Well, they're all nice they people. They are. They are all very nice. Yeah. I like all of them. Ethan just needs some major counseling and not from Barry. No, not from Barry. <laughs> I think Barry has evolved, but... I mean, the only reason and way he has evolved is he's involved with his children. That's it. Because That's true. Because he needs to be. Well, but also Kim said that Basically, he wasn't very nice to her. Right. Well, he probably didn't say shit. He probably told her what she could and couldn't do. Who knows? But what did she do anyway? Lydia did it all. See, I think it was Kim who was managing the kid. See, here's the thing with Kim. You can't like take credit for the kids and then go, oh, wait, I wasn't the one holding them back. But I was the one who taught them everything. But I was the one holding it. That's bullshit. Right. She was 100%. Because we saw that household. Yes. We saw the conversations about the cell phones and the computers and what they could and couldn't do. Well, they can't even communicate, Barry and Kim, because she was standing outside texting him and he was inside. But that's stupid. I mean, that's just stupid. (laughs) And he was like trying to act normal. Oh, your mom is texting me. Where you can see her outside the window. (laughs) (laughs) But that shows how much she hates him. She can't be in his presence. No, he's not a big fan of hers either. (laughs) Oh, all right. Let's move on to the next mess. Let's talk to him. We have not talked a lot about Married at First Sight, Colorado. This is a very different season with very different people. Yes. I'm so curious how this is going to go. Well, one of the strongest couples, Orion, Orion and Lauren, they have imploded. And I blame it all on Orion because Lauren is the most lovely, understanding person who can talk through everything. And she is calling Orion on his shit and he doesn't like it. Oh my God. That's what's happening. Because she was very like even keel and then she fucking snapped and he deserved it. He switches. He flip flops. I don't know what's going on with him. I think he's too young and immature for her, but he's trying to act like I'm the mature one. And he keeps going back to the one moment that Mm -hmm. she said something that he didn't like, and he now can't get past it. She even apologized immensely about what she said. She didn't realize. I I still don't really know what she was trying to do. Was she trying to be funny? 
was she trying to talk about a sunburn, but then it flip flop and she was like, oh my God. And she thought it was kind of funny in the moment. And then I, she realized, I think oh God. She got caught up in her words. I think, yeah, I and think didn't so too. mean to say what she said. And then once she said it, she, she thought, oh, like, I can oh. make it light and funny, but that was not, it wasn't no, the right no, 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 no. thing to say. No. But she apologized and they even talked to, they um, talked at length about it. Oh my God. And to both of the experts. And it seemed like they were doing well. And then all of a sudden he would flip it and he'd be like, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, she gave you grace. I hate when the be- they say that, but that was a good word for this. Yeah. She gave him grace and he gave her none and he's still giving her none. He is cutting her out completely. Like, I can't get past what you said. Right. right. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think they're not going to be together. It's it's crazy. And then for him to take sex off the table because she had sex two months before yeah. MAFs and, and, started filming. And he, that was just the process. an excuse. That was an excuse. I think so too. Then then he was saying, well, you didn't give this process the seriousness that I did. And he he's like, didn't have anyone to have sex exact, with. That's, that's the a, He's living at home with mom. <laughs> so I just feel like he was too immature. They always say like, God, we forget how young you are. Well, this will show you how young mm-hmm. he is. He's not ready. Mm-hmm. And he's using this as an excuse because she's fucking elevated compared to him. She's on a higher level. She's so much smarter and he can't take it. It, it's not gonna it's not gonna work it's not gonna work no. as much as she wants to to work and i it's just i can't see it happening. i pretty much i pretty much my thoughts i wrote down at the end fuck him it's an excuse yeah totally <laughs> that's how i feel and i liked him in the beginning so it kind of pisses it pisses me off i did too because i thought oh these two are gonna get along they can communicate yeah but then but no, because no. she's better at it and he doesn't like that. Well, and everything has to revolve around him, him and what he how believes he feels. and how he feels. Right. And he has no he, consideration. He said something like, I feel like I'm the minority in our relationship. It's like, oh, God. dude. Um, Claire and Cameron. So here's my take on mm. Claire and Cameron. Cameron has come a long, long way. way. Yes. She's a therapist, but she's very tough on him. And she's not warm Mm-mm. at all. But and he knows that. And they've talked about it. it. They've talked about it, but very surfacy, mm. unless we're not seeing it. He has an ear infection. She has a meeting, which, okay, she has a meeting. He's not dying. He goes, he comes back with this big, beautiful bouquet. She says... She's thankful and how sweet and you're going to make me cry. Barely touches him. Yeah, he's very touchy to her now. Like he is as his arm around her. And she, with her words, she said, I realize when you do that, you're showing me affection. I need to show you more. But once in a while, she has her hand on his leg. But But you can tell it's hard for her. But this is who she is. She's a cold person. Well, I think she's masking her bitchiness for the camera. I think that she... Oh, totally. (gasps) I think that she's trying really, really hard to not look like a bitch toward him. But she just can't quite... Well, you know, when you say that, remember there was that scene where she had the, she did like a selfie video and she said, Cameron's at the doctor's first time in my room all by myself. It's amazing. She was loving it. And then she goes, well, I love him being here too, but oh, to have this time. And I thought, well, you didn't have to say that. He's at the fucking hospital with an ear infection. No, I think that she's totally not into him. Wow. Not enjoying him at all, but she knows she's on camera and so she's trying her hardest not to look 
bitchy, but she can't quite do God, it. And I'm liking him so much more now. Me too. Because <laughs> he's trying. Well, he's sensible. He is. And he's like, oh, now I see this is the way we need to operate with each other. And he's trying to open up more. But she's not affectionate toward not at him all. at Mm-mm. all. It's funny that she's a therapist too. because She's talking to everybody else and giving them advice. And it's like, mm, girl. Yeah, no, she's, mm-hmm. she's trying, but... Okay, what about Brennan and Emily? I mean, they seem just very like okay and fine with each other, but next week we see that yeah. like he's You can out. tell he's not into her. He says a lot of the the right things, like, oh, our future is going to be great. You know, religion, do you care? No. She seems very accommodating to him. But he's not but like crossing no, the no. line. He's just like withheld. and Yeah, we don't see them affectionate at all. No. What was the big deal with the weave in her hair? What happened when she with went that? on that? Um, the water? Yeah, the whatever, the water sport thing. Right, right. I guess and it got all weave got all matted. So they had to cut it out. out. They look like they 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 cut a lot lot of hair out. And she didn't. I mean, there was a reason why she has that weave in there. She doesn't have a lot of hair. Mm -mm. And just imagine with that weave gone. (laughs) Well, she was like putting it. It's been in a clip for days. Well, yeah. What else is she gonna do with it? She just has a little stubble. So let's talk about Becca and Austin. They seem perfect. They seem great. He seems wonderful. They laugh a lot. However, there's no deep conversations happening because he doesn't want to have them. No, and why? Why is he? It's mostly about religion because it seems like religion she keeps bringing up, mm-hmm. politics and other stuff, but mostly about religion. Well, and he said he's Christian and she said she's agnostic. Mm-hmm. And then we see in next week's episode, she said something about, I've never met a Christian that doesn't want to try to convert me. Mm. So is he like really religious? Maybe. Isn't that weird? But it didn't seem like he would be. I know. She really likes him. And I think he likes her too. It seems like they really like each other. But I don't know if they're in it for the long haul. I'm not sure. Like they get along so well. They're both the same level of nerdiness. She does have those health issues that they're going to have to deal with. He's not as much of a communicator as she is. But she's admitted, I always go in a lot. And so this time I'm kind of holding back. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for all of them to get back to reality oh but um brennan said something like well maybe we take a few days off from each other before moving in it's like what that's the red flag right there yes it's not happening and then also next week her hair is long again oh she got her weave (laughs) back in the weave is back in God. God, we had a lot to talk about this week. Before the holidays, I wanted to remind you guys, we are still working with Leonor Grail products. I just did my full thing on Sunday where I had the oil, the hair mask in for about 40 minutes to an hour before I washed my hair. Oh God, it felt so good. I do that about once a week because I use other products besides my Leonor Grail. Yeah. I love it. I love the oil. I use the oil every night on my face. Yeah, I use um, the oil a lot too. But if you go on the website of LeonorGrail-USA.com, you can use our code at checkout, DWD20 for 20% off. It really is a great product. We haven't given it a lot of love lately, but it's the holidays again. So it's time to shop, shop, shop. Yes, yes. I'm always ordering. I know. So. My daughter loves it too. Yeah. And- it's good stuff. Good stocking stuffers also. Mm-hmm. Also, I did get Chef Stew's bagel, the bagel thing. So I got them for the stocking stuffers. Oh, nice. I hope my kids are awesome. <laughs> um, and I, I opened up one and it's good. I put it on my eggs. Oh. Yeah. And then I made the mushroom soup again. And? Oh, it's fantastic. The, yeah. My daughter made it. She's like, I'm addicted. I'm like, I know. So the mushroom I have soup. all the stuff to oh, make it. And I haven't so made it yet. Good. It's so good. Um, my burn is healing on my hand. Oh, but thank God. Oh, it's still I red. Know, I know, Gina. It's my a God. legitimate burn. 
But I have to order more of the original seasoning, the steak seasoning. Because I've got it all except the bagel. Mm, It's a good one. Yeah. I love his stuff. Amazon for chefs too. Yeah. Yeah. And bigger uh, jars. Jars now. Shakers. Yeah. I got to get, I got to get the new one. So anyway. Anyway. All right. Have a good week. All right. Oh, thank you for the new reviews. Oh, we oh, had right. one. We had one that said that we were, what did they say? Oh, they said that we don't like Jeff Lewis, but we still listen to oh, him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Everybody listens to Jeff Lewis and has some comments yes. to say about him. Yeah. Sometimes he's an asshole. Exactly. It was Queenie something. Oh, Queenie. So Queenie. Thanks, Queenie. Oh, it said we were not the best podcast. We're not. <laughs> We're, We're totally not. Agree. I totally agree with what? you. We are not the bed po- best podcast out there, but we do appreciate the five star reviews, not like Queenie's review. So let's push down Queenie's and get some new good five star reviews. But thank you for those of you who have given us reviews lately. We really do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. There is nothing like a day. Nothing in the world. There is nothing you can name that. 